listening to the real. Man, I appreciate them dudes for talking about the raw. Wait, they were talking about the relatable. That's exactly what I've been going through. The relentlessly real podcast. Welcome, 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 world. Welcome to another Relentlessly Real podcast. We discuss real, raw, and relatable topics. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. Let's kick this off with some amazing introductions. My name is John. And as always, I am Terrence. He is still every week, Terrence. Every single week, he is him. That's always who he is. So, yes, we are here. We're excited about another episode. Um, We have another jam-packed uh, episode ready for you guys. I'm super excited. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have our main man, Mike, with us right now, having to handle some things. What's going on, Mark? Marquita? Good to see you. We loved it when we, we love it when y'all are like, hey, what's going on? Good morning. Say Absolutely. hello. Let us know that you're alive, that you're well, and that you're following us. So if you don't mind, just say, hey, hi, John. We love you. Terrence, we hate you. That does that would make me very they happy. Never they would, they never, would never say that. that? Okay. They well, if they could say that. whatever they would say in their hearts that they feel. You know, if they feel like they don't love you and they like me, I don't care. You know, if they hate they me, would, they wouldn't lie because Sunday's tomorrow, so they got, wouldn't. Got they it, wouldn't, got they it, got it, <laughs> got it, got it. My my apologies, uh, Tarika. So listen, what is this? Is my question of the day today, guys? What is what was the best job you've ever had, Terrence? The best job you've ever had. The best job I've ever had. Um, dang. That's a hard one. That is a hard one. I mean, I, so I, 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 my current career, like I don't, I like my kids. So I'm, 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 for those who follow, I am an educator, and I love my students. I love engaging with the staff. Um, but I did like the real when I was in real estate. When I was like back in when I was at Towson, and I was a loan officer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I liked being able to, um, you know, I love that aspect and, and, and learning about the way mortgages work and stuff like that. And so. That was one of the best jobs I think I ever had prior to like my career. That was a really good job. Um, and that was before, but you know, before the housing market crashed. And so just learning, you know, how much money you could really make. I don't know why I didn't go to it full time. I should have like literally yeah. quit. I should have quit college right at that moment. I mean, yeah, when money was coming in flowing. Yeah, yeah. my my first deal, I clo- I made like five grand like off of my first closing. So it was just like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, what are you doing? I have no idea. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. It didn't. Okay. Uh, my my best job, I have to say, um, it's a tie, but I guess it's a tie between because I like I love what I do. I'm I'm a musician. Uh, one of my best, most favorite jobs I've ever had, um, was when I I left my full time job and I started traveling with a band called Urban Doxology. Uh, and that was the best job I've ever had. I ain't gonna hold you. We we were traveling, gigging, and then COVID was like, shut man, shut up and go home and don't do not another thing. And I was like, okay. And that's exactly what, it was like all going very very well. You know, what I'm saying we getting gigs and gigs and moving. Next thing you know, COVID. I mean, if you don't sit your tail down, and yeah, shut like, yeah, that's, that's not happening. No yeah, so. Yeah. It, it, that's that was the best job I ever had. I think the other other job I would even say would be um, playing. I like playing for churches. It's actually it's a it's a it's a love hate type of thing. It's like because mm-hmm. you want to always like further things in churches and all that, but sometimes churches are like forty five years behind in anything technology, music, everything. So that's kind of problematic, <laughs> you know. But other than that, like I love doing what I do, right? So I have to ask you this next question, guys. And you guys feel feel free to say in the comment section, "Hey, this is the best job or the worst job I've ever had." Because I'm the next job. Next question I have on the ask is, "What was the worst job you ever had?" 
Now you had a couple of them. I know you worked at Best Buy. Yeah, that was cool too. No, nah, the worst. The, listen, the worst job I ever had was McDonald's. You worked at McDonald's. I, so, uh, look, so let me be, let me be clear with everybody. I have worked. I have not been without a job for longer than two weeks since I was fourteen. And so I have like, like literally, like, and so I've had a lot of jobs. Um, McDonald's. I worked for three hours and I quit. <laughs> I'm not even lying. Like, I'm not even lying. My mom dropped me off, and when she picked me up, I said, "Ma, I told him I'm not coming back." Like, this is your so, last day. This Were you my even last off? Day. Were you even off, or did you just leave early? You were just like, no, you know I, what, I, I, no, I, I, I finished the shift. Oh, okay, but, but it was not like they are wild to put you down for a three-hour shift. That's just rude in and of itself. You don't get a yeah. break or nothing. You just work three like hours. Training, like there was no even training. It was just like, oh hey, you're gonna do this. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do this. And like the <laughs> amount of cleaning, the amount of cleaning, and the amount of like work for for six bucks an hour, it was like absolutely yeah. not. Like, uh, oh, I get it. Was, I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. I get. I understand that. Uh, Bianca says worst job she ever had was an analyst for the federal government. Many do the job of two people, but don't get paid for it. Man, is that if that ain't the truth of any? That's most jobs. I feel like you, you do about nine nine different tasks and get paid one salary. Uh, Marquita says Six Flags was her <laughs> worst job. It was ghetto. Uh, let me say something about Six Flags. It, it's still ghetto. Ain't nothing changed since you was yeah. applying there. However long ago that was, it's also still awful today. Six Flags yeah. is awful. Uh, no one leaves their house to go there. Best job, acting on a TV show. Hmm, I would love to hear more about that. Uh, and worst job, babysitting some baby kids. I got you. Uh, um, I know that wasn't TJ in London. I, I just know for a fact it was not TJ in London. <laughs> Yo, I think this is your mom, T. Dorothy Oliver. That's your mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. worst job was Gino. Worked one day. Okay. <laughs> it must run the family. Y'all just, just quitting jobs left and right. I'm glad I keep the tradition going on. I'm glad. And then Crystal Haney says, my best and worst job was teaching. Okay. Well, that's awkward. I guess you both hey, at the hey, same hey. time. I understand. Say no I had this, yo, I had this one job. So I left, you guys know I left college, or, or you may not know, but I, I left college. And as most people that graduate from college, uh, I got a job not in my industry, not in the thing I went to school for for four to five, six, eight, does. seven years. So nobody gets a job in the industry. And actually, there's a funny, um, there's a funny uh, uh, Instagram post about that. But what's crazy is I had this job and I, I got this job as a facilities uh, person, right? So I left my, I left, graduated from Towson, got my degree. Was like, man, oh my god, the whole world is a, a you know, I can, I can go do anything in this world. I'm so, you know, excited about this. And then they were like, yeah, so you're gonna work for a temp agency. And at the tip agency, they're going to put you down as a uh, facilities manager or not manager, but facility working facilities department. And my I'll never forget this. As long as I live, my boss at the time, he says, I want you to go floor to floor and take these scissors and cut the ends of the carpet. That the of the of the. <laughs> What cut the-, the ends of the carpet throughout the entire building? If they're like edges that aren't quite, you know, flush with the go around and with these scissors, get on your hands and knees, and you take your degree having self and you <laughs> cut <the> edges <laughs> and start cutting the edges of the carpet. And I said, you know what, God, you're funny, right? Because I wanted to curse him out so severely, but you cut them edges. I, I I was I, I sure <laughs> did. <laughs> I sure did. I, I made sure every edge was cut. I didn't. I did not. You know. 
<laughs> so yeah, man, I, I, that was the worst job I ever had. So there's a few um, ladies out here that could use some uh, edge. Never mind. I'm not oh my god, I wasn't ready for. <laughs> I'm not going there. that at all. Um, I'm just saying, if they can hire somebody to do that, then. Yeah. Therefore, um, you know, this is Terrence talking, guys. This is a, Jonathan not saying this at all. I don't even know what he's talking about. I'm like edges. What are you I'm talking just about? kidding. I'm just. I, I have no a... edges, so like, <laughs> you, you ain't. You ain't I never talk, lied. I can talk all the smack I want about lift, edges. Lift that red head edges. up. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm hat fishing today. All right. I'm okay. Hat fishing today. Okay. Just want to make sure. So, so I had a very interesting thought, um, and I wanted to share it with the podcast because you guys are our friends. You guys are our family. Before we hop into uh, next flick and chill. I wanted to know what you guys think, ladies and gentlemen, what attributes are needed in a husband? What do you think are attributes that are needed in a husband? I was just thinking about that. Like, what, what things are important? I was Because I was like, a lot of times I hear different people say different things. And like, I hear people say like, oh, they got to be a provider. They got to be, a, you know, take care of my, my personal issues or whatever. Listen to my personal issues, my job, whatever, whatever. Be my counselor. Be my this, my that. And I was just like, I wonder what is really core to what we need to be as husbands that's important to women and or as, as a man was important to a man. Like, what do you think that is? Do you think you have any thoughts about that T? So if somebody was to basically, if somebody was to like, uh, if there was an application out, you know, and yeah. job qualifications, what would the job yes. qualifications be? What would the job applications be? Like what uh, the qualifications be to, to, to have a, be a good husband. You know what I'm saying? Do you wash the dishes? Do you fold clothes? Do you, uh, you know, fix all appliances? Like, do you, I don't know, like everything. Do you, do you take the kids to daycare, pick them up? Like what, attributes are needed in a good husband like i or or is it just he does whatever i say do like or he listens to what i tell him to do or he that's pretty much it we talked about this last night what's 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 hers is hers and what's yours is hers period that's yeah. it and in the conversation well uh, bianca says integrity wisdom and teachable and i think i think does a good that's a good that's absolutely a great start yeah that's um, an attribute yeah that's an attribute yeah so we're talking about attribute all right okay yeah so like, characteristic. i mean yeah. Yeah, characteristics, attributes. I mean, I, I, I didn't want to be specific to it because I. The only reason I thought about that is because I'm like, yo, I don't even know what makes a good husband. Sometimes I just I know what my dad did, right? And this is what we talk about a lot of times as men. Like, we don't really know if we're doing this right. Even as parents, we don't know if we're doing this right. We just be doing stuff. Like, we just literally be doing stuff. So mm -hmm. I never thought about it myself, and I was just wondering real quick before we jump to a bunch of different topics. Like, yo, I wonder what attributes people think are important uh, for a husband to be. You know what I'm saying? See, like, but I see it. I, I feel like it would vary, wouldn't it? No, I mean, okay. So, like, for instance, and I hate to say the, the word because as soon as I say this person's name, y'all gonna be like, "Oh, John, Kevin Samuels." He would, he would, he would create a certain type of uh, of mold of what he would consider to be a man, right? Like a man is a provider. A man is uh, someone that takes care of his family and has, you know, income beyond this world or whatever. Like, I mean, 150,000, 200,000, whatever. And as long as he does that, he's he's meeting a man's characteristics. Like he don't got to do much else. That's how he frames it out to be, right? So like, of course it would make, you know, it'd be different for every person. But at the same time, he paints the picture like, yo, this is what a man is. And this is what a man isn't. And that's why I was asking that question because I was like, is, it, is a man someone that just takes care of everything? And should and should the wife just stay home? Like, is that is that like truly? And if I don't do that, am I like falling below the standard of what a man is? He kind of talks a lot about high value men. Like, well, I mean, but yeah, but he does elevate that the idea of like high value man versus, you know, basic. Yeah, basically, he does ele elevate that a whole. He lot. makes he makes it if you don't if you don't make one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand, makes it makes you feel like you lesser than a man, lesser yeah, than a yeah, man. Yeah, 
you know, so I was just wondering if that's if that's a, a core attribute or something that should be a goal for men or not. Like, I just didn't know what y'all thought about it. Um, but I see uh, Adora says strong communicator. Talk to me. Honesty, p- patience. That's real. I don't feel like men are communicators, though. I, I, I think that that's just a natural attribute of men. Mm. I So here's the thing. And, and, I, and I, I am going to stand by this to eternity. I think everybody's a communicator. The issue is that men and women communicate differently. Uh, and I think the failure that we we the failure on in a relationship comes in when you when you expect the your partner to communicate how you communicate. There's a reason why men can spend like 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 it's funny like heterosexual men can spend hours talking. Heterosexual women can spend hours talking and there's no romantic involvement in, in, at all. But it's just because we communicate differently. And yeah, I think yeah, sometimes yeah. with our partners, we expect them to communicate like us. And when we don't, oh, the relationship is a wash. You know, mm. and I think the best thing you could do is just navigate that we communicate differently. Um, and I, not, not discounting that comment. I agree, strong communicator. But I just think when we venture into where I expect, I expect my wife to communicate like me. I expect her to be overly clear. And she won't be overly clear because she's expect no. you to know. You, you should know. Right. Like why isn't that? Why isn't that common sense? <laughs> why don't you notice? Why, why don't you notice? Why is yeah. that not common sense? Yeah, well, it's not common sense. Could you just say it? I shouldn't have to say <laughs> it. I shouldn't have to tell you. You're yeah. you're a grown man with three degrees. I shouldn't have to tell you. Like so, it's just like it's, and it's just like I just realized that we just you know like and it is. It, I think it, earlier on it used to bother me, but yeah. it absolutely does not bother me anymore because I'm just I'm accepting. That we just communicate differently. It's different, yeah. I think that's a big point. Uh, I think, and what's funny, even at that point, I think men communicate differently. Yes, or 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 like you said, well, men, man to man will communicate differently. But with our wives, we communicate even without communicating. Uh, so, like my yeah. wife, my wife will be like, "Okay, you're not like just because you're not saying anything doesn't mean I don't know something's wrong." You know, so you're communicating in a nonverbal way. So it's like, okay, cool. I get that you know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at the same time, like you said, I feel like we're clear. I'll be I'll just be like, man, this is what I think, this is what I think, this is what I think. And, and move on. Like that's just literally how I move. And then my wife may be like totally different in that aspect, maybe and communicates it totally differently. So I get that it's 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 strong communication is such a different, it's such a various way of of of, of interpreting what that even means. But I hear y'all. And I everybody wants everybody like wants you. Everybody wants you to communicate like them. It's period. Like 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 because you are the best at being you, and you yeah. understand you. So it was very natural for you to want to understand. I want you to. I feel better if you communicate like me because then I, I understand it more. Yeah. You know? So, but uh, one thing I do like that Kevin Samuels. I think I'm gonna say Kevin Samuels says that I agree with, and that's Uh-oh. it's not even just him. Even like psychologists would say this. We do broad strokes. We generalize a lot, and, and, and that's not a good thing. But we are more alike than we are different. And as I mean, we, like men and women. Men and women, okay. Men, there are more things we have in common than we than we don't have in common. So everybody is different, but there are some broad strokes that are just, that are more, it's almost like if you if you don't do it, which is fine, but then you are not the norm, and the other aspect is the norm. Mm, you know, and so that's why a lot of these jokes and a lot of these like memes, a lot of these gifs come in, you know, like how to satisfy a man, these three things, how to satisfy a woman, these 78 things. It's like those things, why are they so funny? Because they do live in a realm of like reality. Like that's true. Right. No, that's facts. So listen, we're gonna transfer uh transfer. We're gonna go right into our next look and chill. Terrence gonna tell you about this wonderful, I mean amazing uh new show that he had has us on. So check it, go ahead, get see it into a T. What's this about? 
So there, I stumbled upon this show on HBO that is called Scenes from a Marriage. And if you have not seen this show, and John can attest, because I, I made him watch this show. Sure did. Just, just start with episode two. You don't even got to watch episode one yet. Just start with episode two. Mm-hmm. It's literally scenes uh, from, and it's only on episode two, so it just started. But it looks like it, 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 it's the chronology of a marriage and different scenes in their life, in their life. And there is always time in between each episode. And yeah. so, uh, I, I don't want to spoil alert. Episode two was some of the best acting I have ever seen on a television show. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the two actors, I, I forget the guy's name off the top of my head. Um, Jessica Chastain is the woman. Um, the guy, he's pretty famous too. He was in Star Wars. He was in um a few a few a few great things. Um, um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but it's utterly amazing. I'm not sure if anybody else has seen it. If you have seen it, like chime in. Um, but but when I say ten out of ten acting, I, it's not finished yet. I'm not gonna rate the show. But I episode two, I was up till one o'clock in the morning with my fist ball. With my fist ball, and it had <laughs> and it's so much energy. I'm looking, I'm looking at Tanisha like you need to get away from me. Man, oh man. <laughs> like, it was intense. I agree. It, it was uh, I agree, Tanisha. It was intense. I, I was sitting there just kind of looking at it like, man, oh man. I, I don't have all I have a lot. There's a lot of good acting in it. I will only the only criticism I have about the show was that it was a little bit too like stationary for me. Like I, I kind of wanted another scene, another, like, go yeah, to somewhere yeah. else. Like, they were just sitting in one scene. For, I'm like, man, this is for the 25 whole show, minutes. The whole show. I felt like I was watching Fences, like the movie with Denzel Washington. I was like, very man, don't Malcolm and Marie. Very Malcolm and Marie. Like, yeah. you ever seen Malcolm Marie? It's very Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. aspect of it, because, like, they're not really arguing the whole episode, whatever it is, but the, the first episode, they do go to different places. So I was spoiler alert. They do go to different places in the first episode. But yeah. the second episode is the hook. To me, was the hook. Yeah, the first yeah, episode, yeah. you're like, I'm in it. Oh, that's cool. I, let me see where it goes. But by the second episode, you're like, oh, this is what we're doing. <laughs> and yeah. it just starts from the like the the realism from what the guy was doing at the big the funny part was if you remember the opening of the second episode, right? What the guy was doing after he put his daughter to sleep. Yep. It was like, oh, just yeah. like oh. it felt weird. It, it felt, felt weird. weird, but it yeah. felt authentic. Yeah. It yeah. felt so authentic. And so it I'm did. just like, it's a very authentic show. Yeah. Um uh, Tisa, she didn't like Malcolm Marie. Yeah, so Malcolm Marie is like it's a love and hate. I thought this won't give you like aspect of Malcolm Marie. This mm. will give you aspect of just looking at this authentic couple's relationship and then just seeing what I'm. I'm curious to see what happens to it. So right. um, the other great thing is I like how it's shot. It literally begins with the directors and the c- camera crew and the like the producers and like it like it's like it's, it's almost like a play. It's you're on stage and they just say action. And then yeah. you go jump into the scene. I thought that was very artistic. And I'm a yeah. fan for things that are like a little bit differently. So it gave me a little difference. Like, what, what is going on? And I did I, like oh, the behind the scenes thing. That yeah, was yeah, that was kind of dope. So scenes yeah. for marriage is on HBO. It drops uh, HBO Max, not not HBO, HBO Max, which is the app. It drops on um Sundays, uh, every Sunday at nine o'clock, I think. So right football is almost for the most part going off. Yeah, so check it out. Kind of dope. love it. So I don't know if you guys know, but uh Chris Kumo. I was accused of sexual harassment by a former ABC executive producer. And it, what was funny about this that I felt like I wanted to really share was the actual story. Just a few weeks after his brother resigned as New York governor over sexual harassment accusations, Chris Kumo is facing a similar firestorm. The CNN host was accused of sexually harassing a former executive producer for ABC and CBS named Shelley Ross. 
Shelly wrote an opinion article published in the New York Times that details the incident. She alleges that in 2005, she and her husband attended a going away party for an ABC colleague. When Chris arrived, he allegedly greeted her with a strong bear hug while lowering one hand to firmly grab and squeeze the cheek of my buttock. Shelly says she and her husband, who allegedly saw the whole exchange, who allegedly saw the whole exchange, immediately left the party. About an hour later, Chris reportedly sent an email apologizing. The email is included in the opinion piece, et cetera, et cetera. So I just had one question. So wait, Terry. he actually apologized? Yeah, he apologized to her via email. But I got one question, T. Not leaving that party. <laughs> we ain't leaving the party, and we're fighting. Like, right there at the party. I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, so hold on. You're telling me this happened in 05. Your husband watches somebody, you, you, you there with Tanisha, and somebody else grab your wife up, give her a hug, and squeezes her butt, and you see it. You see it, Terrence. And you're telling me, you're like, you know what? Let's go. We got to get out of here. Because he just grabbed your butt. <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't know how that, I got to leave. <laughs> I don't know where that happens. And I just was like, so I'm just kind of confused. I, one, I'm confused by it being both brothers. Because you know, Governor Kumo was you know, accused of some stuff yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now the brother. And so I'm just like, and then on top of that, the husband sitting right there as things happen. I just, I'm confusion. I don't understand. So can you, can you provide some sense of clarity for me? Because I don't know. Tisha said maybe the husband has health issues. Let okay. me tell you something right now. I'm cured. That I'm cured. <laughs> the I only health be, issue. I better I not have be hands. I can't. I, I better. Could, be, <laughs> I could be blind. I saw that. <laughs> Facts, bro. I said Facts. Get uh, your hands out of my pocket. <laughs> like, Tanisha, I could not agree, disagree with you more. I mean, sometimes it's best to walk away. It is not. So let me say. I don't believe that. I feel like my woman would look at me a little bit like, like, yo, you going to let him touch my butt and you going to watch? I mean, there would be a whole fight in the car. What was that movie, Terrence, that um, they the police officers pulled them over and they took him out the car and then they harassed him sexually? It was a, uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The movie, like, they harassed, like, the, they searched her and, like, the husband was right there and they started, it's the beginning of the movie. They started oh, fighting. Oh, 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 oh. I forget the name of that movie, but it's like it, it reminds me of that type of situation. Is it crash? Is it crash? Is it crash? Yeah, I think it's crash. It's crash. I think, I think it's crash. crash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody's saying crash. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so it reminds me of that kind of energy. You know how they like got back in the car and she was just mad, looking at him, just looking at the whole the whole time, like I can't believe you let them touch me. Are you serious? We going to a party and somebody put their hand on my wife's butt and I'm going to just sit there and watch? So, uh, so here's the thing. It is sometimes it, it is best walk away. I feel like I'm going to evaluate this joint. Like I feel like I'm invited. Like I feel like like the, like crash makes me be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna punch this police officer and I'm gonna end up on the news. You guys right are really there. good. They, I'm sorry, they they knew crash they and they know the, they know the actor. On it. Jasmine <laughs> they, on it. I'll just be like, dad, on, y'all really uh, you know, keep. Up I need a Jasmine to talk about the, the show because like like that that joint has us pissed. But yeah, so uh uh, crash. Yeah, that's those police officers. I gotta live the fight another day. I'm I'm doing this in the courtroom. But yeah. we in the, we, if we in these streets. Yeah, we, we in these streets. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I, sometimes it is better to walk away. This is not one of them times. This is not one of those times. Like it's not. 
I, I'm with. I'm also with Marquita. Who has emails from 07? There's this. I done purged emails from yesterday, so I'm just sitting here like. So, you, but they were like, I'm gonna keep this for when the when the time is right. I'm gonna release these emails, and it's gonna be fine. I want to see the email because if he admitted to it, that's uh, what, 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 there's no conversation. Nah, it is. That's, that's the end of the story, like, right? If he nah, like, yeah, yeah. If he did, I mean, but you could tap into somebody's emails and say, I mean, let's not act like that don't happen. I mean, that could happen. You know, these you know, the IT people these days. Oh, true, true. Know. I mean, has but, he responded? Nah, it just it literally just came out yesterday. It literally just came out yesterday. He's gonna be off the air by the end of this week. Uh, I think it's gonna go bad for him. I think it's gonna go really bad for him. I and but I also feel like I mean, in this world where it's like that happened in 05 or 07, why did you not do nothing then? That's my question. Like, why did you not respond at that time? I just, um, I'm still, I just don't know why he didn't punch a dude in the face. Yeah, so, 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 devil's advocate. Okay, if Mike Tyson walked up and grabbed your wife's butt and squeezed it and then looked at you. Let me tell you something. Mike, Mike, do you want to get the other cheek? That's all I want to know. <laughs> do you, 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 you want to bite something now because you bite this? Go ahead and bite the cheek. Do you want the other cheek? Because I don't... It, look, my, we shouldn't both die. I didn't need to die. You know, we need... No. Somebody got to live to tell the story. So I'm Mike Tyson is knocking his, his trainers out so, at, at 60. So I'm just like... Yeah, man. I have a problem with this right here. I might have emails from 07. See, that's the problem. That's my problem. Y'all don't know how to purge nothing. I don't, I, yeah, I, I, yeah I, 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 I'm with you, Jovi. I think I'm at the point where I got to create a new email account because I don't. I'm, yeah. I'm upset with these responses. I keep some receipt, some receipts, so I know I got 07, 07 <laughs> emails and text messages. They be this, is, this is sad. To hear. I'm, 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 horrified. It's, I'm horrified by what I'm seeing here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why this would even happen, but um. I think at the end of the day, we need to be like, yo, I, I'm a little bit looking at it like I don't know if I, how I feel about the idea of this being the case. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if it's really real or not. Like I don't know if it's really real. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, if that if that really happened, then it he really He might happened. be done. You know, cancer culture is real. He might be done regardless. Oh, he's done. I think, especially, I think because, especially because of his brother. I feel like, that, which is sucks because like, why is, do I, if I didn't do anything, I got to pay because my, my, my brother's public like stuff. But yeah. he's probably done. I, I agree. He's probably. Dead. I knew what's name was like. Remember, like the, the update on our um on our thing um with the with the with the girl, the NBA analyst. What's her name? Um, not Maria Taylor. The other oh one. yeah. Uh, she got. I mean, she eventually. She did. They didn't fire her immediately, but they phased her out and ended her contract. Cancer contract is like real. Like it's just. Yeah. He's done. Like like he may not be done next week, but he's done for good. He's done. We'll yeah. See not for good. Uh, I don't know if you guys also saw this, but this is you know. What part of God wants to? Oh, hold on. I don't know. Can you guys hear that? I don't think they can hear it. Yeah, we can hear it. Oh, y'all can hear it. All right, cool. But they damn sure ain't acceptable now. I'm sending love and peace for the Haitian migrants at the border. Like so many of you, I have been traumatized by the images of Haitian migrants crossing the border or trying to cross the border to the tune of 14,000 people who just suffered an earthquake recently in Haiti, who just witnessed a presidential assassination in Haiti seeking refuge in these United States of America. And in return, they get whips. Like the border patrol is the damn overseer at somebody's plantation. Who put money in the federal budget for CBP to have whips? That's not humane activity. That's not humane behavior. That's not how we should be treating God's children. In a country that is so big on, especially on the conservative side, um, loving on people, being about God and all of that. Mm -hmm. Tell me what part of God wants to whip on another human being. It is 2021. Whips have never been acceptable, but they damn sure ain't acceptable now. 
I'm sending love and peace for the Haitian migrants at the border. So what you, what, what's your thoughts on that one? Shout out, first of all, shout out to Angela Rye. Like whenever she talks, I listen immediately. Um, yeah. Shout out to Angela Rye. I wish she really would run for public office one day. Um, my, here's my, my concern. Like, so we talk about this in another group chat. I do want to understand that's my one of my friends works for like you know he works in security or like like law enforcement. He's like that's his exact question. What part of the budget approves yeah. whips? Yeah. <laughs> like what part of the budget? Like are we? Is it? Is there? Is it cattle? <laughs> are they worried about like like is are there? Is there? I'm, I'm trying to find a way where yeah. it, like we're where struggling with, with with animals cross like into the border and, and pushing them back. So we need cattle. Like, yeah. like and and then maybe like, okay oh okay cool that, like I but. I don't, it doesn't, I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad she brought up the point about the assassination because that was ridiculous. That yeah. was like some Call of Duty stuff to assassinate the president, um, to storm and assassinate a, in a country. And so it's very sad. Nothing shocks me. Right. Um, nothing shocks me. Um, I have not seen Biden's response. I like makes, I have not seen it, I, which to me is also problematic. I've not seen the president or, because that should have this should have garnered the amount of response that should have been televised and etc. Yeah, know, which is the, to me was the difference between you and the last guy. Because the last guy would have said nothing. Yeah, you have the responsibility to say something. You know, Absolutely. and those people should be that agency should be immediately revamped. Like we gonna cancel culture, we gotta cancel that like immediately. A hundred percent. I think I think it's I mean it's amazing that these things still happen and uh, I mean. I I'm I'm I feel a way about it because I feel like if, if it was if, if Trump was the president right now I feel like Biden have all things to say you know but now that Biden's not in, like now Biden's in office it's like what are you gonna do about it and it's like radio silence right now you know mm. what I'm saying and so I'm I'm looking at it like I, I look at it and I'm like well what won't happen in this in a world like this of today you know what I'm saying what won't happen if you're out here beating people with like Somebody said it's not a whip; it's a horse ring. I don't care what it is. <laughs> You're out here. This is this is something that. We, but I'm at the same time, like they're in the water. I saw. I don't know if you guys saw a shot of them in the water, like taking pictures of the of the scenario. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why? How are reporters there taking pictures of it? So I'm like, what am, what are we not seeing in this in this whole story of what's happening? Because I'm like, how did the reporters <laughs> get in the water to take pictures of this? Um, and I would say, like, I am very. It's not. It's not a good. It's not good PR. Let me just say this. I am as a person, and then people like hate me for it. I am very like, very slow to cast judgment without a full story. Yeah, that's just how I am. Like, like that by default because I feel like anybody can post a picture and then spin it. Don't get yeah. me wrong; it looks horrible. It looks utterly horrible. There's almost yeah. no excuse for it, which is why I think you have the responsibility. We talked about this last week. You have the responsibility to counter with it. If yeah. there's more stuff, if there's more to it, if there's more footage, if there's more evidence that supports the other narrative. Your job is to release that, not just to stay silent and go quiet. Otherwise, whatever opinions are formed become fact, and they're yeah. no, no longer opinions. Like you know, and so, like the fact that there is there are that silent about this is very troubling. Like you know, it's just it just it's so and it's so funny is I I I wonder like you know, but and that, and that was the shade on the, the some of the hesitance with Kamala, like. You should be saying something like, like, all right, if Biden don't want to speak for us, that's fine, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, you should be saying something. Yeah, you know, and so it's just like, like I feel like her chances of ever becoming president are like dwindling, like really, really, really quickly. You know, and so just oh VP, yeah, a very idea of ever being elected mm. are like dwindling, like you know, like how uh, oh these yeah, are, these are the moments in which you gotta 
you have to do something like you know to be seen because now you're in the role yeah you know and so there's a reason why biden didn't get it until now like yeah. there's a reason you know, I agree so, with Adoris though, because she said now nah, the last guy would have did a speech praising the officer right. and rallying people to keep it up, and but Biden signed speech volumes too. I agree. Uh, I think because it's it's so funny because when, whenever Trump was like Trump would literally be like, let me double down on this bad situation. He yes. would definitely be the guy to throw more gasoline on the fire. Like he's like, yeah. So I actually support the whips and I actually support the horses. Like I, I support everything happening. There are wrongs <laughs> on both sides. There are folks on both he sides. He just he just moves differently because I'd be like, man, you are really a trash human being. But I just think it's something that we have to be very cognizant of and being watchful of because I've just seeing the world seeing how the world responds to things is really what it's telling somebody i think it was uh it was aoc which i absolutely love her as a congressperson she talked about how the idea is we we are making ways for afghan refugees and afghanistan people in Af and um and uh, the taliban those those refugees to come to america yeah yet we can't find a space for these Haitians, like 100%. It, it doesn't make like so. It's like you always want to say, "Do why Black lives don't matter?" Yeah. This is proof of another reason why, like it just th those people are just they got to not allowed. They're yeah. not allowed, but we will care. allow these hundred percent, hundred percent. Like you know, yeah. it's just like, and I'm not trying to do a race war. It's just, but how many t evidence do we have that it's just blacks, be it just be true, Terrence. it just be true, it just be true like, over and over again. We can't, we can't, you know, make it what it is. It is what it is. Like it's, it just yeah. always ends up being true for the black community. So there was this, there was this thought that was given. And I want to, I want to raise it here. And I, cause I asked this question actually earlier to my family members and I wanted to know what you guys think about this. I'd rather plan a $20,000 honeymoon than a $20,000 wedding. Can you imagine the vacation you could go on for $20,000, a, a month of amazing memories with your spouse rather than one day where you miss everything because it's so busy. I would love to know your thoughts on that one, T. 100%. You agree? 100%. 100%. 100%. You wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it again? Wouldn't marry her again? I like the not, way you did it? Yeah. I, 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 I just feel like the the amount of money you spend, and I do agree. It's a, it's a great day. It's a wonderful day, and I understand the aspect. I understand it, but that vacation would be popping. Yeah, like it 20, would be like a twenty thousand dollar vacation. Like I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Period. I, I and then I, I can go unpaid because I can afford to go unpaid because it, it's twenty thousand dollars. Like twenty thousand. Twenty thousand dollars. It really had me thinking because I was like, man, I really wish I had thought about this a little bit better. Like because I was like, we spent more than twenty grand on our wedding. So did we. we would have had an amazing vacation if even. I mean, now granted, everybody. I hate when people are like, oh, you should buy a down payment on the house. Okay, just shut up. Okay, I know that that's a better way of spending your money i get it or if you invest the forty thousand, i get all that fifty thousand, whatever but at the end of the day if i spent that amount of money the amount of memories we could have how many how long would that even last us a vacation time you know what i'm saying would it be a, a month or two where we're just traveling doing our thing <laughs> you know what i'm saying all expense paid all expenses paid we're just having experience after experience after experience everybody knows that when you get married don't nobody you literally are like you it's like you zoom through the day it's like you fast forward yeah, through yeah, the entire yeah. day and I mean, I missed a good portion of our wedding because I was just flat out drunk. I'm not even gonna hold you. I was really oh, I was inebriated at your wedding. I was flat out drunk at your wedding. So. <laughs> I went out after your wedding to drink more. So just like we all did. So, Yo, John's wedding's over. Hey, hey y'all, yeah, let's hit the streets. <laughs> We're going streaking. <laughs> we, we went out the, and, and toured the rest of DC. So just let me know. Like, listen. 
I have never had. I tell I tell everybody. Anytime I talk about the, our wedding, I it was the best house party I've ever been to in my entire life. Except it was except it was at a hotel, and mm-hmm. literally I was so drunk that I was like, "Yo, everybody, go hit the bar. They bought the clothes, and so everybody runs to the bar." And the and actually the I don't had the wrong time I guess I don't know you were so, about two hours <laughs> off I was about an hour and a half or two off and they were like so everybody's flat out drunk for the last hour of the wedding and actually it's a good tactic if you really want to make sure if you y'all not having fun yeah. yo it's about we about to the bar about to close alcohol it's nine o'clock <laughs> <laughs> last call for alcohol I said and then everybody runs to the bar take a bunch of shots and the last 20, 20 30 minutes of that wedding gonna be amazing I mean you yeah, just document all of that. So that's just a, that's a helpful tip, uh, helpful tip, a helpful hint. Uh, but it's funny because um, jo- Jovita said to me before we got married, she was like, you know, John, I really want to have a conversation with you because, you know, I know you like to have a good time and drink and all that. And I'm really just asking you to, you know, hold back and not do as much. Like, try not to drink too much tonight. And I was like, Joe, jo, no problem. Like, say less. Sis. Say <laughs> <laughs> Say less. I got look, I got your best interest at heart. As soon as we got <laughs> as soon as we got to the place, bruh. I mean, literally after we got married and they opened up the whole ballroom, I was like, this is amazing. And they were like, all you can drink. I was like, oh my God. And I I mean double fisty. I mean, it was just ridiculous. I, it was what? as if she had never had you right. what? You're right. You're I should have said that. I had multiple <laughs> I forgot that you're five. I forgot you're five. At all times, you're not going to slide with double-fisted. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Yeah, I didn't lie to her, uh, Marquita. I just just did my best to stay, uh, you know, on track. But I lost. I'm not going to hold you. I immediately lost that battle once the, the doors were open. And so it was what it was. Um, So that's what I, that's, that's what I'll say about that. Uh, this person, I wanted to, I wanted to highlight this because we talk about ownership a lot of times. Sonequa, she said our relationship was a toxic, it was, was toxic because I was so busy blaming him for stuff. I'm going to just say stuff. Cause she said another word should have been a, a, a woman, a woman about, she says, she, she just came, I guess. Right. But let me explain. She said, this man has done nothing but trying to change his ways. And all I do and did was provoke him, belittle him, vice versa. Sometimes us women don't give our men enough credit, even when we do see them trying. So I am publicly apologizing to this man. Ladies, y'all going to do that? I saw a joke <laughs> on TikTok where a guy was like, um, "Like, I, my wife said I need to get t- more in touch with my feminine side. So mm-hmm. I stopped apologizing for her for everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I could not stop laughing. Well, let me tell you something, T. When I went through the, the comment section of that post, when I tell you that lady was getting dragged severely really? uh, for that for that post, yeah, she was getting dragged severely. Somebody said, I'm sorry, I never laughed so hard. She, somebody said, I would rather mop the ocean than to... <laughs> She said, I would rather mop the ocean than actually do what this girl just did. Another person said, I would rather swallow a jean jacket. (laughs) And I was so, I was crying, bro. I'm saying, I'm reading the comments of people. They was like, I will never do this for a man. I mean, I will never. Apologize? Apologize. Apologize. You would think she sat there. She apologized. And they were like, I would never. 
And so I just was like, uh, and, and look, 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 and, and there, here, here we go. Never, Marquita, never. So, you know, I just thought it was so funny that that, that women were like, I would not do this for no daggone body. Like I said, we are more like than separate. I guess I've seen TikToks was like, how, like, how does he know I, I, I apologize? I go to bed naked, so he should know I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he does not know you're sorry. Just say sorry. Just literally say sorry, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's not that hard. Now, he's going to tap it, but you still need to say you sorry. <laughs> like, Bruh, it is just too funny to me that that's just like, nah, I'm just not. I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to say I'm sorry. You don't deserve an apology. And we've always, talked. I mean, like I said, we talked about women taking ownership a thousand and one times. So I don't know. If that's something that people want to do anymore, but they're just, I just she know that did. They, she's proof. She's proof that it's a possibility that in life, she this got could dragged for it. Oh, she I got know what he did. I want to know what he did, though. Like, like I said, there's always two sides of that coin. Yeah. But try, when you didn't try to change his ways, what do you mean? Did, like, did, he, did he have an issue of not washing the dishes? Yeah. Or was he out here in these streets knocking women down? <laughs> like, so, like, I think there's, there's, a, there's a, I'm not, I'm trying to play devil's advocate or do the other side. Like, if he's in these streets knocking women, woman down after woman after woman after woman, and okay, and so he finally stopped. All yeah. right, bro, keep keep it moving. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> keep it yeah. moving. Makes sense. But I like I only brought up that up because there was an article, and I, we're not going to share it. I'm going to try to post it in the chat, in which a man was sympathetic because his wife divorced him because he would not he would leave a dirty dish next to the sink. Mm. And I and I'm and I'm reading the article and I'm like I'm trying to see okay, there's got to be more to it like there's got to be more to it. No, literally that she divorced him because he left a dirty he left dirty dishes next to the sink. Mm. And he and he's like he, she's like he's like you know it was it was what it meant. She 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 I would have known that I could that I, I should have loved her more if I loved her I wouldn't do that and I should have been more understanding. I said, bruh. A dirty she left dish? you because of dishes next mm. to the sink. Mm. What in the weak foundation is going <laughs> on in this relationship? Who married y'all? That's and what so I want to know. I just want to know, like from the woman, like women, is that a deal breaker for a man to leave dishes? Like, like if he no, does everything else right, yeah, everything. I, I mean, he cooks, he cleans, he provides, he comes home, he spends quality time, he watches movies, he does this. But he just won't do the dishes. Is that like a is that a deal breaker? Right. I feel like that's not a deal breaker in our world. Like it's just not a deal breaker. Not at all. Not at all. That's a weird. That's actually weird that you think that leaving me over that is okay. Because I got a whole lot. Trust. I got a list of things I should be leaving you for. If you think that that's okay, I just don't think that's that's, that's just a weird. It's thing not a deal say. breaker. But but I think I think in those type of instances, like there had to have been a plethora of things prior to that that like led to that. There's no way that that was it. Um, some people are saying it was more okay. than that turn. Yeah, I want to hear. Uh, like, because I he read the paying attention to her. Uh, Tanisha said, "I think it's only uh, only necessary to apologize publicly only if the harm or offense was done publicly to your partner." That's really good. Yeah, that was good. Sandy really would good. leave a cup on the counter next to an empty sink, uh, and Marquita says, "And when he realized it was too late, she was divorcing him." Yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I just don't feel like that's a like. I just feel like like I feel like there's more to it than that. 
It has to be Terrence. There's there's no way that that was it. There was that was the straw that broke the camera's back, camel's back. That was not the whole reason that she left the marriage. And also, that only reason, the only way that can even be the only reason she left the marriage is if they got married one minute after and she, he left a dish there. Like there are a plethora of things that happened. Before. Yo, I'm laughing because I'm trying to find the argument. Like you don't do this and you don't do that and God damn it, these dishes! <laughs> <laughs> <I'm out. laughs> yeah, uh, Jasmine said if her love language is acts of service then yeah it added up yeah i mean who knows what it was i mean that's I just this, I, that's I, just I, a listen, beyond ridiculous but, uh, so on scenario. the flip side on the flip side i'm like all right if it's that serious i'm just gonna wash the ditch like because like sometimes with us legit it's just like it's not i, I don't it's not that i want to do it i just don't want to hear you fussing about it and so i'll yeah. just do it i like it like it's like it's like it's not and that's not, to me in my opinion that's not a bad thing it's not yeah. a bad thing because it's just like i'll just do it because it's not worth it's not worth an argument. It's not worth a debate. It's not worth like it's just it's not that yeah. simple. And if it doesn't complicate me that much to do it, then yeah. I could just do it. Hey, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said I feel like the things that I, the things that you shouldn't do in a relationship are things that really pain you to do. Like makes sense. Like like that. But that is really requires a massive change. I feel like you hmm. should always compromise. It could be me if it's not that difficult to do. And so, I feel like. Go ahead. No, I was going. What I was going to add to that, I I agree with what you're saying. I know for me in the, in the marriage that you know season of our marriage that we're in right now, something that's been helpful for me or powerful for me is like I would look for her to do something, and she don't do it, and I get mad at her, and I started being like, you know what, I'm just going to do this because it annoys me. You know what I'm saying? So like to keep yeah, the yeah. peace of our house, I'm like, what? And it was it. It may it may not be a groundbreaking thought for most people on here, but I think um, what's the, I don't I don't know the exact word I'm looking for, but I think uh, in your expectations, expectations are dangerous in marriage because I feel like Are-y. when you have expectations and they're not uh, they're not met, then you blame and it leads to a bunch of other like things, right? Like it then kills, you they, it they, kills romance, it kills the vibe. Like you, yeah, yeah, you don't have no vibe. You're not cool no more. We ain't vibing no more. We not whatever, right? So like when I started taking ownership over my own expectations, although I I may be right to think that she should be doing this, but it doesn't it's not helping me to be right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's not helpful for me to be right in this scenario. It's better for me to uh, and and I agree, Jasmine. You say, but you can say something and it, and it not change the scenario, right? So like I can my wife can say something to me and it, and it may not impact me to actually change. It may just say, hey, you need to do this, right? But just because she said she, I need to do this doesn't mean I'm going to do it based off of her saying I should do it. And with that, this is why I talk about communication is important. Because for men, for, for, for men, y- words are meaningless. How you act towards us is the communication. You can say all this. You can, you can scream. You can bark. You can be angry. It was probably not until that lady actually walked out the door that he was like, oh, damn, she was really mad about these dishes. Even though she said it, she said it like over and over again, 100% all the time, all the time and all the time with us. If you just, if you complain about something, but then go back like with the continued relationship as on, even though I'm doing it, it's not, it's not communicating to you that is that much of a problem. Yeah. It's not until the, the, the dynamic of the relationship actually changes, then I realize that it's, it's, it's an issue. And so, so Renee, Renee says, I don't think having expectations is the issue, but unspoken expectations are the issue. Mm, I disagree. Why you disagree? You got to say why. You got to so, say why. So it, it, I, I watched this powerful sermon, like, and I, I'm not trying to preach, called um, 
the I Marriage by uh, geez, uh, Andy Stanley. Okay. And he talks about how the Bible talks about how the idea that your spouse doesn't owe you anything. And so instead of it being expectations, try to take them from expectations and make them desires. That way, when a person does it, there's gratitude. If I expect you to do something, there's no gratitude behind it. Mm. Because, you're, okay, because, you're, because you're supposed to do it. So if I expect you to keep the house clean when uh-huh. you clean the house, there's no thank you for it. There's no gratitude. There's no gift. There's no reward for it because I'm expecting you to do that. However, if I desire a wife who keeps my house clean and every time she does it, I'm grateful for it. That keeps the romance. It keeps the it keeps the gratitude. It keeps everything I like going. That. I really, so really it's really just, like that. It's a very good. It's on YouTube. It, it's a very good. It's a sermon. I call it marriage counsel, whatever you want. But it's called the I marriage, and it was it was so profound to me. Mm-hmm. And he gives scriptural text of where it comes from. He gives like he gives scriptural text like 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 to support it. But that was the thing that I took away from the biggest thing is like try not to have expectations and keep things as at, at desire like or like you are you are you are fulfilling my need. You're fulfilling my desire. Mm-hmm. The more we keep expectations, because when somebody fails to do it, it's like you're horrible. This this is the bar. Like you, you're supposed to be the bar, and it's just like mm-hmm. there's no there's no romance towards that. You know, I like, I like that a lot. I I never even thought about about it like that. I where I do agree is that you should still express your desires. Yes, absolutely, one hundred. Express your desires. Where I, that's where I agree agree with. Yeah, one hundred percent. Renee's um, more, like one hundred percent. You know, you should express it, but I do think that desire does change the lens or vantage point of how you judge it. Right, like yeah. like when it happens, like you said. It's a desire. And I guess that that's a thing like to say to your brain, but I guess it really is flushed out with how you how you respond when it's done. Yes. Right. So like um give you an example. Uh Javita has said to me like a couple of days ago, now this is relentlessly real. We keep we keep it real honest and raw, right? So Javita said to me a couple of days ago, you know, John, you don't spend enough time just sitting with your family, like sitting with the kids, sitting with uh, Jordan, just mm-hmm. sitting, right? Like you're, you you may do a lot of actions, you know, like you'll take them there and do, a, but like just sitting in a space with all of us and being present mentally, you don't do that. And that was a um, something that I had to work, I had to really work on, right? So like when I did it, like I did it the other day, like I was like, all right, I'm going to just sit here and, and help out and do whatever I can, like, and just be in that space with her. And mm-hmm. she immediately after I did it, like, even as I was doing it, while I was doing it, she was like, you know, I really appreciate you. I, you heard me. You did it. And, you know, and so for me, it's like, OK, I get it now. And because because if you don't do that, then when I'm doing it and you don't notice that I'm doing it, then yeah. I'm like, do you even see me doing it? <laughs> like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's so important to reinforce that behavior with, oh, Hey, I appreciate you doing this. Thank you for doing this because now I know you've heard me, uh, and I think that's powerful in relationship and, and, and communication as well. You yeah, know? and 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 then I, I I just I feel like those those things should be rewarded some kind of way. It doesn't have to be financial, but even if it's a reward of just like like what Joe did, just like just saying it. Like I appreciate you doing it. Like I I see you doing. It. I see you in action. I see it being lived out. Like I appreciate that and. We it's not gonna happen all the time. I think like I like I like I'm judging myself like because I've like I've seen my wife like do some things that I thought were desires, not mm-hmm. expectation but desires, and I see her working on it. And so I might find um like a simple way. I might like just send her lunch unexpectedly, like like just like just like like she's at home, she works from home, so I'll just like, pay for lunch and she not know. So like it's like a thank you, like you know whatever. Because I don't I don't have a I don't have an expectation where I think it's the woman's job to keep the house clean. I just don't have that. I, I, I like I, I'm a grown man. We got kids who are able-bodied. It's all of our job to keep the house clean. 
But mm. when I see her grinding to keep the house clean, that needs to be, that's got to be acknowledged and that's got to mm. be rewarded. And that's got to be like, you know, stated because she mm. doesn't have to do that. Like, you know, makes it like, like, and I just feel like people need to understand. I'm hearing so much talk like, well, the woman's supposed to do this and the man's supposed to do this, but no, he's not supposed to do anything. And she's not supposed to be doing anything. What mm. book is what book out there says that the woman's supposed to cook? I don't, I don't know where where is this book at. It's roles though, and 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 that's what I was kind of getting at earlier. Like yeah, whole provide yeah. that whole provider piece, right? Like if, if I'm supposed to provide for my wife, who sets the metrics of this is what a man does? These are the questions that I'm asking. So I, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I asked at the beginning of the podcast, like what are the characteristics, what are the attributes of a man? Because we if we don't have what it is, how we know we fall short of it. If we don't know what the standard is, how we know we're not meeting it? You know what I'm saying? Whether and I know I get that it's for a couple, but you're really saying nothing's for no nobody. You're saying, hey, you know, if I gotta clean, then fine. If she gotta wash, then fine. And if whatever case may be, rolls. That means also, if she gotta mow the lawn, fine. If she got to get the trash, fine. If she got to change my tire, fine. Mm -hmm. Right? Like these are all the same type of things that we're saying don't matter now. Mm -hmm. That so, but those roles come from somewhere. And so I think I think what I what, what I do agree with you is like yo, when she does clean, I mean I feel like I'm learning now that I all of the things I thought was the case for marriages, it just ain't true. Mm -hmm. they, it just be they just people just be lying to us about how the how the they don't even know and they just doing what they did or doing what their parents did and nobody really knows the truth about what a marriage how it best works right in my opinion from what I've learned even being married what eight years like it's more it, to me it's more like what you said like. Yo, get in where you fit in. Like, yo, if if if, it's, if this is sitting on the floor, why do all nine of us pass this thing sitting on the floor? Like, we should all we all have accountability mm -hmm. to pick this this thing up, right? And I think that I my, if you're sitting there the whole time looking at her like, man, she is so disgusting. Why don't she pick that thing up? And you yeah. sitting right there, able body could pick it up and don't do it. But that was she's the way my thinking. Yeah. But that was the way my thinking was. You know, uh, somebody says Terrence knows Tanisha is the boss. She has Jason. the best jump shot in the house. I've okay. Already I've already filed a bullying report against him, so the police, the police will be coming. Like, you okay, know, just... okay, I'm about to say because that's that's wild. Uh, for so long, I would get angry because I wanted to be shown love in a particular way, and my husband as well. That's and that's so real. The conversation because everybody's more hip to love language, which is a good thing. Love languages, but what people don't under sometimes what clash is, I receive love a, a, a particular kind of way. Yeah, but we don't acknowledge the way that I show love a particular kind of way. Yeah, and sometimes the way that you show love. The other person is not receiving it, so it, it ends up clashing. Because yeah. this is how I receive love, but do we talk about the ways that you show love? I've mm. showed love because I this way, and the conversation with your spouse can be happen. Okay, you may show love that way, and, and I don't want you to change that. However, you also have to do this because this is how I receive love. So if you mm. want it to be clearly communicated, it's all about communication. If you want the love to be clearly communicated to me. It's better done like this because the same conversation you had with Jovita, my wife, we had the same conversation. And, mm. and those are challenging conversations. Yeah. Like you're here, but you're not present. Like, yeah. like you're, you're like, yeah, you're not out in the streets, you're not doing this, but you're not present when you're here. You right. come home and you go straight downstairs, and yeah. it's like we don't see you. And I need yeah. you to fix that. I need you to work on that. And There's those a, are those are very those challenging. Are challenging conversations. Like, hundred percent. Like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not. Yeah. Like, like, you know, make sense, Absolutely. But it's but it's it a just, mature. It's a mature conversation, right? Because yeah, it's because yeah. what I'll do, and then you read it. I mean, she was. We got to bring the wise back on here again. But what I'll do is I will be like, man, I do this, 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 this. I go. Mm -hmm. I, I have my list. My list be on a PDF. I'd be ready to give it. Okay. So like, please don't tell me what I'm not doing. 
But what I'm realizing and learning is like, it doesn't matter what you think you're doing. Like you just said, what hits her list, mm -hmm. right? Like what will make her be like, man, yo, when he does this, uh, I feel most loved. So I could be doing a thousand other things that she don't care about. Mm -hmm. That she's not even like, like, and that's that's something that has happened in my marriage a couple of times where I'm like, man, I don't change this, I don't remodel that, I don't take care of this, I don't take care of that. And she's like, I I don't care nothing about any of those things. And I'm sitting there like really really mad because I'm like, yo, I don't really did these things. And she's like, I really don't care about none of those things. But if you sit here and you watch this movie with Jordan and Jocelyn, man, you done you done feel my love. Oh, I'm just sitting here like you are getting on my last nerves. But it's real. Is this? It's just... real. So, so the way we receive love, so, and, and speaking to that, we talked about this before, Terrence, where we said, because I, I thought about it in my own marriage too, and this is, these are, to me, these are marital gems. Yeah. I, I feel like when you go out and you go and buy, like my, my love language is buying something, right? So mm -hmm. I go and buy something for her. I used to be like, man, when I, when I give her this, oh, she going, her love tank going to go to the top. And she just be like, yeah, that was nice. But like I just said, if you just sit here and hold the kids, I'm very, I'm really, that's just more than enough. And I will keep doing what I thought was her love language because it was mine. And I think a lot of people, like you just said, do that very same thing where they're doing mm -hmm. their own love language towards their spouse. And their spouse is like, I don't need that. That's case, in, case in point, even if a husband, even if I love sex, I don't, I don't, you got to know what my love language is at that moment. Because those one thing about love languages, it can change. Mm -hmm. It can evolve. Like maybe my love language was that before, but maybe, and, and I, I've seen a lot of people think that, and this is not just true. This is not even true for my marriage. This is true for a lot of people. I, other people I talk to, they will be in a marriage and they're like, yo, their spouse will be like, man, I gave him some sex. What's wrong? Thinking that they've like met the, I met the standard or the, the pressure, whatever they yeah. needed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, for you to limit the man's thought processing to only, if you do that, then he good. That to me is frustrating too. And that's dangerous. And that's the thing. I know we're physical creatures, but I like what you just said because that's extremely dangerous when, because like, and it, once again, like there's jokes and there's truth and jokes in TikToks. Like that's why the joke is like, or the meme or the Jeff, what you getting him for Christmas? I'm giving him some booty. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm giving him for his birthday. I'm gonna give him some, that's not a gift. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, and like, and it, it, the sad part for some women who think that that's a gift it means that you you have equated that man to that's all he cares about and that's all the desire to please him. Yeah. And without checking, the same thing we do, without, yes, thank you, Jed, men are complex too, without yeah. checking to see are there other things he's interested in. Yeah. And so like, John, the same thing that you said, like, that's what, that was me. I'm taking, like, on trips and, you know, and, and, and taking out on, taking out on trips and, and this and this and this. And for my wife, it's not that she didn't like it. She didn't like, it's not that she didn't, did not like those things. Right. But those weren't like the, the the wows for her. Right. It was just a coming home and converse, like coming home and just yeah. Those, and so in my mind, I'm like, you know, it's women out here that ain't getting half the stuff. <laughs> it's it's women out here. You just just like complaining. I wish yeah. a man would take me out. You have yeah. no idea. You and have no idea. Yeah. And, and what's dangerous about that is that like in the reality, because people will what happens is, and I'm not. You can call it Satan. Whatever your belief system is, you can call it Satan. I'm calling it Satan. I'm Whatever sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to add somebody in. I didn't know somebody was hey. in the show. I'm sorry. Hey. I, I, I didn't see yo, him there. Yo, 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 what's up? What's up, man? What's up, what's brother? Up, yo, we having a heck of a conversation right here, no, man. I've been Good listening. I've been listening. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been listening to the genre. It's just been a wild morning, bro. So y'all continue doing y'all thing. I'll chime in. Okay. So go ahead, T. You yeah. Could, you, could, you could. The issue is, is that that the um, I'm not. you. Whatever you want to call it Satan or call it whatever you want. I'm calling it Satan. 
in those moments, it's mighty funny how things start to happen. The mm -hmm. comparison trap, mm -hmm. you know, like then you'll see a, a text like, man, I just I just want to be flown out. I just like oh, a text. Dear future husband, just take me out often. I appreciate it. And I'm like, I'm doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, doing I'm meeting her. I'm meeting all of the metrics that she's asking for. It's not your yeah. wife, but it's somebody yeah, but all these other I'm doing that. And meanwhile, I'm like, no, I'm and, and then I get mad, you're full of it. Because I'm yeah. gonna do that stuff and yep. it's still not gonna be enough. Blah 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 yeah. blah. But the point is, God is just like, or whatever, whatever your belief is, that's mine. Is it like, yeah, but are you checking with your spouse to figure out what they want? Like, and if you're not, if you're doing what they want and what makes them like really happy or et cetera. And if you're not, yeah, you, you failing, bro. Like, so, you like, so the way I, I love that what you're saying T, and I think you're spot on another, I guess to take it even another leg for, forward or further, what happens in our minds, and we've talked about this probably, but what happens in our minds is men. And when, I think women have this too, is a congregation is sitting there saying, amen to everything we're saying about our own selves. So mm -hmm. the whole congregation is like, man, yeah, John, you do do that, man. You are amazing. You there, there's not a congregation saying, man, you suck at this. You, you're terrible. The congregation saying, no, nah, you right, you right. Tell it, no, nah, go ahead, tell her that. It tell her this. It tell it. You know what I'm saying? And it's ready to gas you up. Add and then add like you just said, dear future husband posts, and then add mm -hmm. a bunch of women that are looking at, at married men, just being real, keep being honest, keeping a hundred, and probably looking at you. Let's be clear. Looking at you too, like like it ain't just there. Like they're targeting. Like, I, we love to be deal and re relentlessly real. Some of these people are actually tar they want your marriage to fail because they're literally waiting. As soon as you, it's, oh, it's Joe Peter, don't, they're not saying it. They're not broadcasting it. They're not saying it out loud. But I want Tanisha to mess up because yeah. the moment she does, I'm right here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but that's true. That's the reality of yeah. it. And it's, and it's yeah. but the same thing, but it's there's some guys out there, same thing, vice versa. Like, I'm yeah. waiting for to, like some, I'm waiting for Mike to slip up because Renee, I'm waiting. When, I don't, I'm not gonna say that, I don't wanna be disrespectful, but I'm I'm waiting for him to slip up. I, I've had I've had people DM my wife, like, I've like, flat. I've DM'd your wife. No, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, you got my you got my text? Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> It's my nah. birthday message the hey, other day. But, <laughs> oh, wow. See, hey, but whole time, going back to what John was saying about like how we're using these different things to judge our level of success within our relationships when the bar or the source of that judgment should be coming from our wife rather than from social media, rather than from, you know, what everybody else thinks. Yeah. But, 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 our culture, and I, and I agree with you, Mike, but our culture is has been so inundated with social media that social media has had more impact than our, our spouses or wives have. Like, if you think about it, you see, yeah. that's why, think about the fact that we actually need a, a our phones to tell us how long we've been on our phones. Think about yeah. how bad yeah. that is, that we're so, <laughs> we're, we needed to tell us, you've been on us, you've been on me for this long. That's what the, that's what the phone got to tell you. <laughs> like, you've been here, you've been here for this long. And I think so... So social media has it's actually taken up, as you know, the place of TV and TV used to form relationships. It used to get, get impressions about what my relationship should be based off of TV. Now it's social media and social yes. media. It's like it, it's every it's hitting you from every direction. Pause. You know, in the sense that, yeah, yeah, it's going to tell you how to think, how to be. And these people have a direct uh, influence into your life because they come right in front of you. They, they come there on front in front of your face and tell you conveniently. Oh, right. Yeah, this is what a husband looks like. This is what a wife looks like. This is what you should be aspiring towards this and you should be aspiring towards that. So that's why I was saying, like, we got to be careful 
with and like like Jasmine just said, they be lying. We but we got to be careful of what we're allowing ourselves to be trapped by or mm -hmm. or, or falling into. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. our own mind is going to tell us we're right. Social media going to tell us we're right. The world going to tell us we're right. And so we go. All these things are supporting fa uh, false information in our minds. And so this we've we create this whole false reality that we believe basically mm -hmm. as men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of difficult because. You're trying to be a good husband. You're trying to be a good father. You're trying to be a, a good man, a good this, a good that. But at the same time, you want to be, you want to have uh, some needs met as well. And what I, what I feel like I've learned even more this year is like, there's just going to be some unmet, unmet expectations and unmet. You, you're just you going to have to be want. unfulfilled. And, and, unmet like, expectations on what? In, not, not for you, general, but in, for in general, like you're not going to get everything you want. That's not that's yeah, not the yeah, purpose yeah. of marriage is to get everything you want. And, they, and although it may feel like, yo, you need to fill this and fill fill that cup and fill this cup and fill that cup. Mm. I think we put an unjust weight. I think I have put an unjust weight on Absolutely. marriage sometimes. Like I really believe I've done that. Where I'm like, no, this is your responsibility. And it's like my wife be like, nah, I can't, I can't take the burden of all these things. You know what I mean? You got to have some. Some sense, and I believe, you know, we're all Christians. We're trying to be believers. So we, we, you would put that weight on God. That ain't, that ain't for your wife. That's for you and God to work out and be, yeah. you know, cool with basically or get over the fact that you may not get everything you want out of this marriage that way, like the and, way you think it should be. And the challenging thing, I can't speak for women because I'm not a woman, like, you know, but I, I can speak for broad strokes. Again, we are more alike than, than different. That's my, my, my belief. A, a good man, when I can't, when I fail you in one area, it sucks. And so and it can be very depressing and, 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 and very that I failed you in the area. Even understanding everything that John just said, I the the way as a as a white a wife or woman, you let him know that he this he dissatisfied you in that area is crucial because with us, it's like a, a good man, we literally live every day to meet your expectation. Mm -hmm. Or, and, and, and so it's just like so so if it is something small that's why i would my say mind, i would say exceed i wouldn't even say exceed, me, yeah it's, so that's why my mind can't grasp around the idea of the dish being a deal breaker yeah like but again broad shows let's say he was doing everything right because for uh for me I, i'm speaking for me per, like personally mm. like the one little small failure that i failed with you can be like, dang, I messed up. Okay, I gotta find a way to do it. I gotta find a way to do it. I gotta find a way to do it. I gotta find a way to get this. And literally will max out my entire psyche, bank mm. account, energy, mm. everything. Like literally, I am like like struggling to meet that one need. Mm. And just for a week later to be another need. And so mm. it's, just, like, it's never ongoing. And so what I'm saying is sometimes for a I can't speak for women, but for a man, that's very draining. Especially mm -hmm. you have all the other things that's going on around you that mm -hmm. also could be draining. And so I like what you said, John, is the understanding is that if you're thinking about 100%, you're not going to get 100%. Right. If you get 85, 88, 80, 83, I think like it, everyone should do like, you know, the 80, 20. If I'm getting 80% of the things that I really want out of this relationship, out of yeah. et cetera, I'm on chill. I'm on yeah. pause. I'm not complaining. I'm not frustrated. I'm like, like I'm going to treat you. When when that threshold tra travels to like where like literally I'm only twenty percent happy, that's when I'm vocal. Yeah, you know, like yeah. that's that's when I'm vocal. Like you know, so, so I, um, I I like to add a different perspective, like from the whole you know giving percentages in different areas versus giving a hundred in every area. So like realistically, like you you can't give a hundred percent 
or you can do your best to give 100% towards everything. Um, but realistically, sometimes those those things blend, right? So you can be at work or something like that, but then your wife calls you saying, hey, you know, I need you to do me a favor, you know, during your lunchtime. But lunchtime, I need to eat. Lunchtime, I need to actually catch up on some notes for this meeting that's coming up. So it's like, you can't always fully give 100%, but you can try. Right. And, and compartmentalize in a way really where, important. you know, you can be able to do that. So, for instance, like, hey, you know, I can't do this thing during lunchtime, but I'll do it di directly after work. So now I could give my 100 percent to whatever this thing is that you asked me to do. Well, I can continue to give my 100 percent to where I'm at right now currently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I think I think the, the, the reality is is for me as a husband, I think it's, there's a certain level of there's a thanklessness to it. Like you're just. You, you shouldn't look for a certain you, you gotta kind of frame your mind and stop looking for affirmation to some degree of like hey tell me how great i am and that i'm doing an awesome job at it all the yeah, time yeah, yeah. um because they're they're just i just think it's just not going to happen the way you think you want it to happen like and and it's and it's okay as long as you frame your mind out to say that that's okay but i feel like if you're like nah you're going to tell me i'm doing a good job every time i meet expectations <laughs> or whatever or exceed or whatever it, to me, it becomes a back and forth that is like, well, well, say I'm great and say I'm good and say I'm this and say I'm that. And you might not ever get all of those things along the way. But yeah, I think we should flush like out how we do it. Too. Yeah, yeah, because because what are you basing it off of? That's and that's and that's the that's to me is the most powerful part of this whole conversation. What am I basing my own like roles off of? Mm. How I was raised, or how what a, what did I look at a movie? Like what what told me mm. that this is how my marriage should be ran? Because the movie ended with a happy ending. The, our marriage may not because <laughs> because I'm looking to the movie to tell me how to run my marriage, right? Yeah. And we don't really talk about how much the, the media influences how our lens and vantage point is based on what a marriage should and shouldn't be. We don't talk about that. Mm. But that is very, it's very impactful. The, the, the way that social media and, and movies and everything set your expectations for a certain expect, expected level of this is how it's supposed to be. And now I'm unhappy. It leads to decisions that you make. Now I'm unhappy. Now I want to leave because I don't have I don't have what I thought I was gonna have. Well, well what did you think you was gonna have? Yeah. What is who prepared you for marriage? Who told you the realness of what marriage is? And this goes back to the very first thing we said at the, at the podcast. How do you know you're a good husband? And how do you know you're a good wife? How? This is these are very valuable thoughts that you gotta have. Like I feel like I have to have as a husband, and my wife needs to have as a wife. Who told you you're doing a great job, or who told you you're not doing a great job, and what do you base that off of? How do you know? Yeah, yeah, and and just about, as as us as uh as Christians, right? You know, as Christian men, we get those. I, I guess that that baseline from God, right? Like He He provides that. I guess uh, that baseline, if you will, of like how we're supposed to conduct ourselves, um, uh, conduct ourselves accordingly within a marriage. You know what I'm saying? So, um, granted, everybody's not a Christian. This is not a, you know, force those ideals on anybody else, but that's just to give people a perspective of like, hey, this this is our truth and we're going to live by this truth instead of living by social media, which constantly changes depending on the sway of the money or the, you know, the, the sway of the fans or whatever like that. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and, the, and the other thing about that is like uh, one of the things that you like the guy the, in the, in the, the I'm going to keep plugging the eye marriage because sometimes I go back and rewatch it. It was such great. He talked about the idea is when you don't act, when you don't answer those questions that John just asked, you leave the person and you go up and pick up another marriage while right. no change has been made. Right. And then you're wondering why mm -hmm. your last husband is like your, is like your current husband or right. your last wife is like your current wife. Same problems. 
So you end up leaving them and you go get another marriage. Yeah. And, you, it's, it's, and now you're, you're all your wives. And, and then you, you leave this thing that, you know, women are all the same or men are all the same. Yes. Because yeah. you've done no insight into, okay, how yeah, in, in people, this relationship, how do you, I you make, feel that root cause analysis? Did you, and, and we never do. We, we are not built to do root cause analysis. We are de- built to. We're not built to stand in front of a mirror. We're built to hold up a. a I was just about to say. Glass. I was just about to say. Social media en- encourages that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything's the moment. Everything's the moment. Like, look, look, look at this pit. Look, I'm like everything's the moment. Let me capture this pit and everything. Yeah. And so, like for me, I've lately, I'm, and I'm not telling anybody to do this, but this is why I've been off a lot lately, like like a whole lot. This is why I'm. I've like I've done these things recently. I've gone out. I've done this. I've traveled and this, and I've not posted anything. And it's not that I'm like, I'm trying to make some, I'm, I'm trying to like hide anything, do something different. What I'm realizing is just, I'm realizing that my impact on that, mm. I'm realizing that my impact on catering to a story, a narrative or story that it could hinder somebody's actual growth based off of what I do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm posting this and I'm putting this out this and I'm, and I have a hand in that because mm-hmm. I know that I was swayed by it. Like, oh, yeah. somebody like, oh, they, oh, look what they just bought. I need to go out and get it. Yeah, they just bought it. Like, and, and and so, and I oh, I, I need to go out and get it. And yeah. then nobody's living their life. They're all everyone's living somebody else's life. Yeah, and that's not okay as a society. We've got to the point where everybody is literally being Someone fulfilled, doing what somebody else wants to do yeah. without doing things that just make you happy. So yeah. I just I like I kind of tuned off. I'm like I'm like every I might post up every now and then, but I've like I've been to I've been on several trips since my last, and I just realized that. Because then, and then there's, there's an other side to it too. But I'm just talking about at least that side of, of, of realizing that am I contributing to a narrative that just promotes this is what is going on in my life, and that's not what's going on in my life. Like, you, like that's not actually what's going on. It's a portion of your life. It's a small portion. Yeah, and you're gonna make a decision based off of my small portion because yeah. I made a decision based off of your small portion. Yep. You know, instead of what really makes you happy, like that's good, T. That's a really good point. I think I think we got to be very careful, and I think we have to be very like uh, very reflective about the things that we allow to come into our house, the deposits that are made into our yeah. marriages, and the deposits that are made into our mentals to say, oh, this is a good decision. This is the way we should go, et cetera, et cetera. So like we, this is the kind of talks that we have even offline where we're like, man, what are we doing? What are we doing as a as a community? What are we doing as people, as husbands, as fathers? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing? Uh, that that are leading our family down whatever path, like you said, we're making decisions based off of people's, uh, you know, micro <laughs> videos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, we're looking at them and gleaming from them and hoping that you know, oh, you get all the likes, get the follows, yeah. get the this, the that. You know what I'm saying? It's such a, it's such, it's such vanity and it's such fakeness and it's it's not, it's all smoke and mirrors. And we live off the smoke and mirrors and not the real. And then we make our decisions mm-hmm. based off of the smoke and mirrors and not the real. So it's very, it's something that I'm like, I'm having to, I'm talking about get a shovel and root cause analysis and get this crap out of my life that I don't want to be a part of my life, really going through my life and, and being reflective of those things. Uh, they, like, like Jasmine John said, they be, they lying. be lying and <laughs> she ain't never lied. Like that is, the, that's one of the things that we mm-hmm. have to be careful of as husbands. So as we even navigate through this, like we have a podcast for this purpose. Like we, like literally, quite literally this week, I was like, man, you know, I love that we do the trending topics, talk about this, that, this, that, and a third. But the reason we made this podcast was that we could talk about things and issues as that affect men, that affect the, how men think and how they move and what strategies we, we are doing to navigate our marriages to make yeah, them yeah, better. Yeah. That's the reason this whole thing formed. And we were like, yo, we don't want to just keep this internal 
We want people to have the same conversations in their houses, in their bedrooms, in their uh, cars or whatever. So that's why we said, let's start this podcast. And I think getting back to the root of this is, is very important. Yeah, so we got to get the conversation it. going, man, because yeah. uh, before we even decided to do the podcast, we were getting up with each other because there was no space for that. Yeah. Right. Like as individuals, there was no space for that. But once we came together and actually had it, had that space to be able to have these conversations, we knew it would be beneficial, not just for each other, but for anyone else that's listening in. A hundred percent. Because I think a lot of times we don't think we think we are all living in a vacuum. You know, this is only me. It's only this is only happening to me. And I don't know everybody because everybody else puts on for everybody else. People struggling. She said people struggling. Meanwhile, people struggling. The whole time. The whole time. And you know, it's true. (laughs) Go ahead, T. I would just say, like, like, I hate to throw up a a trending topic, but it, it makes me think about that. Like, we have watched this man and lived through his life, through his music, through his triumphs and his tragedy, what he posted, what he put on pictures. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, R. Kelly was literally like yeah. just tearing down, as we found it this week, wilder. women, children, families, and this and this. And that's why, that's why it's so dangerous to live through somebody's moments mm-hmm. because, and without, like, you don't really know them. You right. know, and it's just like, and so, like I said, like, like we, we think living and realize behind the scenes, struggling, <laughs> like, yeah, struggling. What I would encourage everybody before we uh we, we end this podcast, what I would encourage everybody to do is, you know, make sure that this podcast gets to the ears of other men. This is very important because this podcast is formed so that other men can start to think about their ideology. And to be honest, I believe that other men don't change by hearing another woman. I think other men change by hearing other men, just like in most cases, women Absolutely. don't change until they hear it from another sister. And so yeah. I feel like it's very impactful that we have something like this. And I feel like you, you might even be right now thinking like, oh, Greg needs to hear this or Tommy needs to hear it. Let them hear it because this is how we change the trajectory of our, our houses, our families, our friends and all that by having these types of conversations and pushing them to the forefront and saying, I go through this so that they don't have to go through this. That's why we're doing this. You know what I'm saying? So the, the purpose of yeah. this is super important. Uh, y'all got anything left? Yeah, man, let's, let's change the narrative. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let's change the narrative of like men don't know how to communicate. Um, men, men are not vulnerable. Um, uh, men don't know how to treat women. Black men don't know how to treat women. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Let's, let's change the narrative by sharing this conversation or sharing conversations like this. Yeah. Uh, so, so people can understand that there's a different lens to look at it. Can't understand that like there are other men out there that are actually having these conversations and uh, as iron sharpened iron, you know, they're, 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 uh, challenging each other to be better, to be more. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I, I think a lot of times we like to be like, oh, there's, like you just said, there's no good black man out there, but then we don't do anything to ensure that a good black man is grown exactly. out there. Like, we, you know, you can't complain about it if you ain't willing to do something about it. So, like I said, share, like, let, it's not for our advantage. We don't care about being known. We don't care about being famous. We want the things that we're talking about aren't, aren't mainstream, but they're helpful. And they like people could take this back to their marriages and they'd be like, man, this man, I grew from this. I could now have a conversation with my wife because of this. I maybe was given the wrong types of gifts. I maybe wasn't handling her love language. Maybe I was never even close to the things she cared about. And now because of this conversation, I'm at least rethinking going to the mall and buying her something that's something that's my love language. Now I can at least yeah. ask her, well, what do you actually want, wife? What do you want, whoever like the person is? Like, so these are very important conversations that we we went, we're, you know, what are you, six years married, Mike? Five. Five. You're five years. I know Terrence is 10, all right? You'll be 10 next year. Yeah. 10 next year. And I'm eight. 
And so like you're talking about at least almost almost at least about 20 years of marriage amongst all of us, right? But we're, we're talking amongst all of us. And I'm like, we got to bring this stuff to the forefront. We got to talk about it so we can stay married, right? Because the, the statistics are not looking good <laughs> for people being married at this point. You know and what whatever I mean? you, and then if, just shameless plug, I am trying to purchase a Louis Vuitton purse because um my wife really wants a Louis Vuitton purse. So if you guys know any like hookups or... You know, don't, don't there are know no hookups. There are no hookups. I, Louis Vuitton. Go to the Louis Vuitton store. Out. There's like no, <laughs> there's nothing you can do besides just a knockoff. You, I got somebody and get you get it to you for twenty five okay. bucks. That's okay. Look at your wife. She'll, She'll find out. She's yeah. over you. Don't She'll go upstairs. <laughs> Stay downstairs, brother. You don't need to get Look, go out the back door. She'll find out. She'll find out, and then like. You know, and, and that'll be the end of it. Like that don't be that don't be saying VL all over, all over, not LV, VLs all over, all over. <laughs> like who's this? I thought it was, I thought it was the real thing. I thought, I thought that was it. Like you know, yo, you knew it wasn't when you paid twenty five dollars out the back of a trunk. You already knew what the time was. But anyway, uh, I'm so glad we got to get our brother to come on here with us. Doctor Mike was able to come and holler, holler at us, uh, and, and I'm so happy about that. And look, we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. As always, thank you. Listen to another Relentless Real podcast, and uh, you always know how to follow us. You guys follow us on Facebook, Instagram. But if you don't follow us, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on YouTube. You can subscribe there. And if you want to leave a uh, hey glaring review, do it on iTunes right this second, right this minute. Say hey man, these black men are talking about things that don't nobody want to else want to talk about. They talking about it, and just tell us tell us how great we're doing, or tell us how awesome we're doing. I don't care how you want to do it. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we hop off of this live? No, that's it. Nah. You share, like, nail, and post, repost, share, followers. Your drunk uncle, your your, your cousin, like your you know, granddaddy, uncle, all of your them. Ugly auntie, everybody. We yeah. want them all. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thank you guys so much for listening to the Real Podcast. We love you. My name is John. My name's Mike. And I'm going to make sure I do these dishes. So, <laughs> yes, do all the dishes today. I, I'm okay? not getting divorced over dishes. And go buy that LV purse. And thank you so much for listening to the Real Podcast. We love you guys. God bless you. Peace.